Pastor, Promise Keepers is making a, a big comeback. What is in your heart as you tell others about what's coming up at the AT&T event? Yeah, the timeliness of this moment to me uh, is, is maybe very well be God-ordained. And, and I know that that may be a stretch for some, but we're living in such a precarious moment in American history. Uh, this gathering, two days, thousands of men from all across America, different ethnicities, different cultural, social, economic, political backgrounds, gathering around the centrality of Christ, literally gathering to hear about Jesus, to receive the gospel, to receive an infusion, to be light in the midst of darkness. So I believe this is a God sent indeed, may very well be a, a tipping point uh, for men in America today. So Promise Keepers is, is telling men who are thinking about attending, hey, you know, you don't have to clean yourself up spiritually. Just, you know, come as you are, uh, learn, worship, let God work with you. Uh, are some men hesitant? Sure. It's, it's part of our male reality, our male nature. It's part of who we are. Uh, there is this, this introvertedness. There is hesitancy. There is, of course, we are more uh, cerebral and less affective, which means we don't wear our emotions on our sleeves. Nevertheless, here we are. In the presence of God, all things are possible. Coming before the cross of Christ, everything changes. And that's why this is a clarion call. Come as you are, broken, bruised, blessed, rich and poor. Come as you are and experience the fullness of the redemptive, vicarious, atoning work of Christ. What kind of challenges are men facing these days coming out of a pandemic uh, with their lives, maybe their employment, their health, their families? What, what are men up against? All of the above as micro, not to, to minimize the legitimacy of the issues he has listed, but I would call these micro issues, even personalized issues, health issues, economic issues, issues about relationships. As you well know, during the pandemic, uh, we, we are privy to domestic violence, the increase in, in men engaging pornographic web websites. We've never seen these numbers before in American history. So coming out of this pandemic, it, it, men are, need a, a cleansing, a, a sanctifying moment uh, before the cross that beautiful blood of Jesus that washes away every single sin. But on a macro level, we are experiencing in America, there is an attempt to put a lid on the role of the father, the role of a man, to diminish that role. Uh, men are looked at with a negative light in our current cultural landscape. Uh, and it, it, there's an assault on what I would call the sons of Ishakar, using a biblical phrase. There's an assault on, on dads and fathers that are committed to a biblical worldview. Uh, and because of that, many of the men have done what Gideon did in Judges chapter 6. He was hiding in a wine press, threshing wheat, when the angel of the Lord appeared and said, hey, what are you doing? You are a mighty warrior. If you come out of this wine press, we're going to change the world. And, and that's what this Promise Keepers event is all about. It's fighting all the Gideons, finding all the Gideons that are in the wine press, threshing wheat, fearing from the Midianite marauders to tell them, you are a mighty warrior in Christ. So there is a benefit of men coming together to rub elbows, worship, share faith with other men. Oh, there, be, there's, there is a benefit on steroids, no pun intended, 
Oh, absolutely. Are you privy to the fact that in the 1990s, as the, the, the Promise Keepers movement emerged, uh, that we got really close to even addressing some of the, the, the long-term uh, embedded racial tensions in America, if there was ever a movement that, that provided a reconciliatory prescription, was Promise Keepers. It was the first ever event at that level, gathering, I would say, movement that brought different stripes together. We never saw so many different cultures come together or races come together like what we saw with the Promise Keepers movement in the 1990s. A recent article by a very recognized uh, publication stated that Promise Keepers was the closest organization to to really getting close to addressing this issue once and for all in America. God, do it again. Do it again. When we come together as men, not as white men, black men, Latino men, Asian men, but as men, we can change America. We really can and change the world as a result. Now, that that makes me think that once the PK event has been held and, and the men return to their homes and so forth, are churches kind of watching, opening their arms up? Uh, can, can men be referred to their local churches if they don't have one? We have an incredible network at PK, and, and it's led by Ken Harrison, who is a godsend, a godsend. And his linear sequential way of thinking, providing infrastructure support for discipleship post facto, is second to none. The answer is yes to your query. We have a network. So after this event, those that accept Christ for the first time, those that are coming back to their faith walk in relationship with Jesus, they can connect to small groups all across America. So we have addresses. We have a data component that will connect them via our app, our Promise Keepers app. You can literally connect to a local church that has curriculum, that has enough resources in order to engage that man in a viable and sustainable way where his growth in his walk with Christ will be measured accordingly. So, yes, this is not a, a, a one-time event. It's not a one-off event. It's much more than an event. It's a clarion call, a, a catalytic gathering of men that I do believe has the potential of sparking a fresh movement in America. What would you say to wives or to girlfriends who would like to see their man go to the event? Um, or maybe to some who are worried that, you know, what, what's my guy going to hear? Is he going to come back different and change? What would you say to them? Well, if you want, if you want uh, let me give you my seven H's. If you want a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring man, if you want a better husband, a better brother, a better dad, a better uncle, a better son, and by better, I don't mean just nominally better. I mean completely better. If you want an enriched, better version of that person living out the fullness of their God-ordained purpose, you want them to attend the PK event. If, if, you're, if, you, know, if you don't want better, well, but if you want better, you may want to persuade them and say, listen, Go to Texas, and if you can't be there physically, stream it online. You have to see what God has for you. And, Pastor, what is your, your basic prayer for, for God to do as the event happens? I would love to see men emerge with a 21st century Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-empowered version of a Nazarite reality. Nazarites in the Old Testament were men like Samson and Samuel uh, who were committed to doing two things, not conforming to this world— and not quenching the Holy Spirit. Imagine, imagine a stadium full of men that come out and those streaming around the world that say, you know what, I'm not going to conform to this world. I'm not going to do conform Romans 12 too. I'm not going to conform to this world, and I am not going to quench God's precious spirit in my life and in my family. If men come out of that event with that commitment, 
we literally will see an awakening like we have never seen before. Pastor, I really appreciate your sharing your heart with us. Thank you for having me.